So, do you have your your earplugs? Because you're gonna need them. Oh my god! What? <laughs> you're, I don't know. You're you're like, I don't know. Your canned intros or something are. Uh, not canned. I was legitimately going to ask that next. I just so happened to press record and and like turn on your like your podcast voice. <laughs> like my podcast voice. I I don't know. Like. Not exactly like voice, but maybe just like tone or something. You know, the way you were talking before pressing record and the way you were talking after pressing record, they vary. Yeah, because I was upset before I pressed record. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Now you're happy? I have to be. And then I started talking and then you're unhappy. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely. Melissa and I need to remember to bring earplugs because, yes, yeah. I will need them. Yeah. Um, I remember you made a comment at some point that you didn't like when people drove by and like their music was so loud that it rattled your windows. Yeah. Well, who is texting me? Okay, it's nobody. Well, <laughs> this is going to be like that times 10 because your whole body will be rattled. Well, I I think I think there is a slight important distinction uh, of like, I don't like someone. It's not like I dislike it because... It's I'm rattled and it's loud. It's like I dislike it because it's like I feel like disruptive and inconsiderate. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't want to be you can be rattled all you want, but don't rattle me. Whereas Mm -hmm. like this is a mutual place. This is a sanctuary of rattle. Um, (laughs) And so uh, I mean, I mean, I can't say if I'll enjoy it or not, but I'm not going to be like, hmm, I'm upset. (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, (laughs) like, (laughs) I'm going to be at the front row asking them to turn it down. <laughs> um, Could you imagine? Oh, my God. <clears throat> you, like, in the very front. You in the pit. Oh, my God. Mm. Just catching elbows. I need a buddy if I was in the pit. It would not be me. Yeah. I might get Melissa to do it. She might. You know. No. You don't think so? I don't know. I mean, tell me tell me the, the, the basic uh, stats you need to, to be in the pit. Stats? Yeah, like like PC requirements. What are the <laughs> uh what so kind of what kind of graphics card do you need to survive the pit? I mean the only well survive that's a whole other thing, but the only requirement to get in the pit is willingness to be in the pit. No, no, no. We're talking survival. survival? I, I wanna get in the pit and I also wanna get out of the pit. Yeah. I don't wanna I don't I don't wanna get in the pit and never come back, you know? Yeah. Well, okay, from my limited knowledge of being in the pit, I mean, it, it really is just kind of like an open space and people are just like pushing each other back and forth in and out of the pit. You might have a circle pit and that's basically where everyone's just running in a circle. And I mean, unless you just like get, you fall down and get stepped on, you're probably not going to get hurt. And if you do fall down, somebody is going to pick you back up. What if I get in the pit? What if I like enjoy it? You know, I, that would make me so happy. Really? I'll probably be able to see you too because I'll be on the balcony. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think I I don't think like the likelihood of that is, but I'm thinking, um, back to my my church days in Virginia. Um, now you think of church, you don't think of pit. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me I mean let me tell you, my youth group. Uh, it was it was a big church. It was a big youth group. It went hard. There was <laughs> there was a pit, and I did. I I, I want to say I may have gotten a bruise or two, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, high schoolers, uh, middle schoolers, some college kids. Mm-hmm. It was rowdy. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of any more details, though. I like I don't think the pit 
wasn't necessarily my thing. It was more I was dragged into it because of like my friends or, mm-hmm. you know, I was I was younger, a bit more wild. Um, Do you enjoy it? Yeah, probably. I, I think I think there's a there's a fun sense of like community to it, you know, just like. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, so I can I can get behind that. Um, Basically, the things you have to watch out for are, again, elbows. Um, people might be kicking. You might mm-hmm. have some crowd killers, which are basically, yeah, it's a no-no in the pit. You don't, the goal isn't to hurt people. It's just to kind of be rowdy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and also if there is a wall of death, which is basically two lines of people running into each other at full speed. Yeah, I, w- I don't think I could do that. No. That's kinda... <laughs> yeah, you might get hurt. Why? That just sounds like, that just sounds like football or something. <laughs> like Basically. <laughs> But no padding. Uh, yeah. And, and no ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, another thing you're going to have to look out for. I mean, you probably won't be standing near the front just because I don't advise it because it is your first time. But you might have to look out for people crowd surfing, mm. which I mean, you know what that is. So you can is. get hit in the head. Yeah, with a foot like I did on mm. my birthday right right up here. Mm. It wasn't fun. It didn't hurt that much, but, you know, it was kind of unpleasant. <laughs> But I was standing at the very front, so, you know, I kind of, thankfully, I didn't have to, like, hoist anybody, because mm. I don't think I could carry a Your little noodle gun. arms. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Bro, I had to lift those cameras at my new job. They were so heavy. Mm. They are so, so heavy. Well, like, and they're like, like, the, like 10 pounds. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but if you're holding them up for a long time, they're going to be heavy. Yeah, yeah. And also, I had to... Um, take pictures and we have like you know those canon lenses where they're like about that big and they're like tan sure yeah they're also very heavy mm. so yeah anyway a lens yeah yeah are you holding it for a long time no not particularly but it's just heavy i mean okay okay i i don't know i yeah yeah i got you do you uh what is it this is just on my mind a little bit but do you listen do you listen to podcasts um i think i did when i was younger i had fits and well i currently have fits and starts with listening to podcasts um oh man the first podcast that i, I don't know if you want me to like get into it but you did ask so this is on you i i, I wasn't i didn't want the full wikipedia <laughs> lore aaron's a history of Aaron's uh, podcast consumption. I was just like, do you listen to them? Well, I was going to tell you. No, you weren't. <laughs> anyway, the first podcast that I listened to, I was, uh, I think, like in the sixth grade. It was the Yog Pod, which was the Yogg's Cast's podcast, mm. which I think only lasted up until like 2013. But some good memories there. Um, oh, what? Creature Talk? Mm. which was the creatures podcast love that oh man i was i was listening up until the very end well i was listening up until james left to be completely honest and then i would i this is my toxic trait i used to listen to the joe rogan experience but only when other comedians were on i didn't care about the that's your toxic trait yes i think i think you i think one that's not a toxic trait two that's not uh, my actual toxic trait. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I only listen to um, when like other comedians were on because I don't care about science mm. or scientists or Scientology. I think I listened to the Leah Rimini one. She was on the Joe Rogan Experience. Uh-huh. That was pretty interesting. Um, Is that how you say her name? Leah Rimini. Yeah. 
I think so. Okay. Um, let's see. I used to listen to the Your Mom's House podcast. I started on and off again. Um, and then, let's see, Bill Burr's podcast I would listen to pretty regularly. Mm. And I mean... I listened to Serial when that was popular, and I re-listened uh, re to it recently because Anand Syed got out of prison. Um, and then there's this other podcast called S-Town that I listened to mainly just because it took place in Alabama. I was like, ooh, Alabama thing. And um, Okay, so back to my question. Uh -huh. Do you currently listen to podcasts? Um, I mean, on and off. I was listening to this podcast called The Trojan Horse Affair. I haven't finished it. It's a really interesting piece of journalism, but yeah, I, I not not really. Okay. I listen to our podcast because I'm editing it. Mm. So technically, I feel like, yes. I feel like personal personally, this is this is just kind of an aside. This isn't my point, but personally, mm -hmm. uh, if you're making a podcast, you should be listening to podcasts. I mean, <clears throat> learn okay. the craft. Learn um, the craft. Yeah, learn the craft. Of talking into a microphone. Yes. Okay. Um, is this a review? Is this my performance review? Yeah, you're, you're getting demoted. Um, oh, wow. No. No longer the, the producer. No, the reason I ask is, well, I guess when you did listen to them, how long were they? I know Joe Rogan's can be pretty lengthy. Yeah, but usually the ones where you had just like other comedians on, they wouldn't really get over two hours unless it was... Well, see, that's the thing. Do you know how much like... What shocks me is like how much like range apparently podcasts can be because I mostly yeah. listen to like just from like Last Stand Media and theirs are annoyingly long where it's like uh, somewhere anywhere between three to five hours yeah. uh, a week. Yeah. Um, and but then I guess I told you this uh, before the recording, but like I'm I'm working uh helping like record a podcast and like mm -hmm. they're uh i they've they've done two episodes or i've helped with two episodes one was 45 minutes the other one was 25 minutes mm -hmm. and then and then the guy was like was like this is the length this is how you keep their attention and i'm like 30 <laughs> minutes like i can't even <laughs> i think it's really dependent on what kind of podcast you have yeah. Because well, I feel like the more conversational types, they can go on for very long. But was, if you're like really structured or you're like trying to present a story, mm -hmm. then having each episode be super long probably isn't the best. And I don't know what kind of podcast this is. So. It seems like it's just conversational, like a little structured, like they have some topics planned, but like mm -hmm. um, not, not terribly structured. And like may, maybe like, what is it? Um, it's on my mind because it's like I'm doing it. We're recording something right now. Um, right now? Right now, live. <laughs> um, like listening to, to someone else do a podcast, like I guess live was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. And they had interesting topics, but I, I got annoyed internally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I told him off as we were recording. Um, uh, because it was basically, it's like a 45... 50 minute podcast mm -hmm. where they're only spending like like 10 minutes or less per topic and so it's mm -hmm. like it feels like right as the conversation's starting right as you're maybe like getting a little like digging a little deeper or um 
getting to like some some depth or some nuance. They're like, oh, so what about this? No, you just completely switch. And I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm left there hanging. Like, I wanted you guys to keep talking about this for another 30 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but but then like what is it? I think I think like talking about the length of them, you know, I'm used to like two hours minimum. Mm-hmm. But then like Melissa tells me it's like, oh yeah, some of mine are like like 30 minutes or so. And then yeah. and then I talk to Sam, who so far I when I say I'm helping with the podcast, I I mean I am helping. Did uh did I get Ufa's name? No, not really. Okay. Um well uh, so what is it? When I say I'm helping, I mean I'm helping and Sam's doing all the work. <laughs> um You're assisting. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's the that's the I don't know, the cool way to say it. Um <laughs> he'll be like hey can you uh can you like wiggle that knob a little bit mm-hmm. um and i'll be like yeah and he'll be like thanks and that, that, that's my job mm-hmm. uh for the day um Assisting. yeah um and you're probably gonna put that as your on your resume as i twisted knobs yeah <laughs> <laughs> um all right so yeah sam like he i think i talked to him after the fact and he was like oh yeah most of mine are like 30 minutes and he's like he was like some get really long and they're like an hour and i was like <laughs> i in the i i think i chuckled and i was like bro <laughs> an hour <laughs> um but anyway also uh, i would assume that they're probably not gonna be very long because they probably have to pay by the hour well i looked through their old stuff um before like just because i kind of wanted to know what podcast it was before working on it Mm -hmm. no actually i wanted to know how long they were before Mm -hmm. because i was working on a saturday and i was like this sucks um but uh i so i wanted to know how long i was going to be away from home and then i looked and most of them were like 30 minutes to an hour or less some went a little long but most of them not but anyway so who uh, edits them that's the thing it um Probably no editing I, I that I know of. Um, so it's all very, like, I don't know, produced, I guess. A little bit, yeah. So, well, what's cool about the studio is that it's, like, it's audio and video. Oh, so um, it's mm-hmm. Okay. I think if you want that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with, like, the, the, I don't know, the tech and the software they have, they, like, edit it live at least the the video portion of it so i guess oh, so like, like a switchboard yeah, yeah yeah okay switching between the cameras and then i think i would assume if you wanted to you could still edit it after the fact but that's what i guess sam and i are, are you know supposed to be doing mm-hmm. so that you don't have to do that after the fact yeah that makes sense but what is it there's something i think this wasn't like what i forgot before the battery died. I think it was just like the battery did not die. The battery, the battery died. Don't lie to them. Uh, or did it not die? And you just changed it at, because it was like, Hey, I'm dying. Well, I mean, it wasn't going to keep recording. That was it. Letting me know it was about to die. Really? So it was like, <laughs> that's basically. So it doesn't just like shut off, I guess, but also, but, but that was what? A 10 second warning. Yeah, I guess. Like uh, if, if, if your camera is about to die, imagine if like, like hey. people did that. They gave you warning when they yeah. were about to die. They're like, well, hey. <laughs> Ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> they like knew exactly the time. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I'm assuming this isn't like a scripted podcast. No. Because mm. I don't know if I mentioned it in listing 
um, my entire encyclopedia of podcasts that I listen to but no longer listen to. But I did used to listen to Welcome to Night Vale, and that scripted. I bought the book, too, the first one, when it came out. Very... I can't even remember. Anyways, that's not important. But um, I would also assume scripted podcasts would not be as long either unless they're like a one-off type thing. Which honestly, I think there needs to be more scripted podcasts because like, you know, radio dramas. If Christopher if Christopher was listening right now, he'd be frothing at the mouth. Really? He he that seemed to be all he talked about whenever radio dramas? Yeah. Interesting. He wanted to make his own. He was trying to make his own. I mean, he probably, may have made his own, and probably, I may not know about it. I mean, it just won't be on the radio, but, I mean, scripted podcasts are basically radio dramas, you know? Because, this is something that I found out recently, radio dramas are still alive and well in the UK on BBC Radio 4 every day at 2 p.m. their time. They air a radio drama, and I think it's like 30 minutes to an hour, um... I did not get a chance to listen to it, so I cannot comment on its quality, but I would assume that they are, you know, accepting new material. Hmm. So, yeah. I think it would be cool to do a radio drama, too. Yeah. You know, let's let's shift gears. This is no longer the Not Just Aaron podcast. This is the Not Just Aaron radio drama. <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know. I just, I don't know how you would like write one though. Cause I feel like when I was, okay. So when I was like in some downtime in my last job, I did actually look up like the script format for a radio drama and it's kind of, I don't know, different. <laughs> it's kind of like different from like other script formats. It's kind of weird. The ones that I'm used to, you know, like how do I, Big how do shocker. I parse this, you know, uh-huh. how do I transfer the way that I normally write to this? And, you like, do it. I, I mean, I guess, but there's probably also some conventions that I'm not aware of when it comes to writing a radio drama as well. I mean, you don't have to be perfect on your first go. No, but it would be nice to know what I'm doing. At least a little bit. Yeah. Well, this is the 37th episode of the Not Just Aaron podcast. I am Aaron, and you are? Uh... <sighs> Depressed. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, man. I've been looking at that. I don't know what that is. Is that wax? This? Yeah, the red thing. Wax. It looks like a, a big lumped up fruit by the foot. Like, remember when you would get them as a kid instead of unrolling them? I would just like ball them you up. You eat them with the paper? No. You just, just bite right into it? No. I Well, I would unroll it, but then I would take the fruit off the paper and then ball it up because hmm. it's just easier that way. I haven't had a fruit by the foot in probably over a decade, hmm. which is a weird thing to consider that. I've, <laughs> I was thinking about this this morning in the shower. I don't know why. Fruit but by the foot? No, but the fact that I started high school almost a decade ago. Yeah, we're old. We're dying. Yep. We are getting up there. And also- Think of how long ago we graduated. Think of how long ago we started college. Graduated high school or college? College. I mean, nearly I two years. Three years ago, but nearly two also, years ago. Well, for me, it was almost three poo. years ago. Me? Yeah, I said poo. Oh, because well, you're right. Okay. We we went to the same ceremony. Yeah, because COVID. Yeah. But technically, I was off the books. No. Uh. December 2020. Hmm. So. Yeah, 
I keep thinking back to my graduation and how just unhappy of a day that was. Really? Yeah. What? What? Why? I don't know. Because, I mean, you know, by that point, let's see. What was that? Was that in May? Wait, like, like, like the ceremony? Well, not really just a ceremony, but I mean, that was certainly part of it. But just the whole day. Uh-huh. It just wasn't a happy time for me. Really? I can show you some pictures. You look kind of happy. Yeah, because I was back and seeing everybody again. <clears throat> but aside from that. So other than those pictures, you were unhappy? For the most part, I want you yeah. to elaborate. <laughs> well, I was about to. But I don't know. I guess I was just thinking about it because recently I had driven past the Coliseum where it was. And just randomly thought about it. And I realized that I just wasn't happy that day. And... um it had kind of started the day before because the day before we had, or was it? Yeah, no, it was the day before. Because we had driven down here from my hometown um, to stay overnight because the ceremony would be the next morning. And my parents made me and my brother share a hotel room, which I didn't want to do for reasons that were, uh, what do you call it? Solidified. Because my brother ended up bringing a girl back to our hotel room, which is really weird. And I really hated it. And um, I just don't like being around my brother in general and having to share a room with him. Not great. Um, the night before, my brother was trying to get me to do shots with him, which, like, I don't drink. And I certainly wouldn't be drinking with him. So he was just being really weird about it. Like, trying to peer pressure me into drinking for what? I don't know. And that just kind of annoyed me. And I don't know. Anytime, like, all four of us take a trip together, it's just stress city. And then, you know, by this time, I was, let's see, December. We'll count the end of December, January, February, March, April, May. Five months past my actual... Oh, God. I should stop. Yeah. I was five months past the date of my actual graduation and I kind of had felt like a, a failure a little bit because I still wasn't able to like find a job, which I knew there would be some difficulty to that, but I don't know. I I really wasn't I really wasn't feeling very good about it in that time frame. Um and then, you know, having to come back and see everybody and just kind of, I guess, internalizing it in my head that they were doing better than I was, which probably wasn't the case, but that's how I felt at the time. And then just a bunch of little things coming together, like my brother, first of all, me and my brother having to share a room, my brother being, bringing a girl back to our room, weird. Um, and then before that, my mom was like really adamant about me wearing a dress to the graduation ceremony, which like, whatever, fine. I was gonna wear uh, this one yellow dress that I had, but she took it upon herself to call the school and be like, hey, is there gonna be a dress code for the graduation? And they said, yeah, you gotta wear black or navy blue. And my mom made me, well, I didn't have to buy it, she bought it, but I had to procure a just ugly, uncomfortable dress that I would never wear if I had like a choice in that. And also, I hate wedges. Wedge shoes, I don't know why, I just hate them. They just, they don't look good. I think they can look good on some people. They don't look good on me. And I had to wear those as well. I couldn't just wear some other heels that I had. For whatever reason, she wanted me to wear wedges. And 
she got her way, I guess. So I had wearing an ugly outfit that I didn't feel good in. I was already not feeling great because of the whole job thing. And then, you know, coming back and seeing everybody, knowing that this is probably going to be the last time that I saw a lot of these people, that also made me kind of sad. Um, what else? I did get to do my own makeup. That was fun. That was nice. I thought I looked nice, so that was good. Um, and then they said my name wrong at the ceremony, which I thought was just really just the icing on the cake for my general unhappiness because, you know, your your college graduation, that's that's really supposed to, I feel like it's supposed to mean a little bit more than like your high school graduation. Because I feel like for me anyways, even though I cried at my high school graduation, I didn't cry at my college graduation, but I feel like there was like more effort put in to me being in college versus me being in high school. And I felt like that was going to amount to a lot more. And, you know, just having something as simple as having your name be said wrong in front of everybody, like your family, people who know you, yourself, like, uh, yeah. And the thing about it is like the guy, I guess he's the provost or whatever, went around to everybody being like, hey, how do you say your name? And then he wrote it down on my card and then he got it and then he still said it wrong. And it's like, what was that for then, you know? So... Yeah, and then, let's see, after the ceremony, we went to this restaurant. Uh, we actually went to Sushi Village at my behest, because it was my day. Um, so, you know, would have made sense that I had my way, at least in that regard. And um, that was also surprisingly stressful, because, like, nobody that I went with, like, knew how to order, and I just kind of wanted to eat my food and leave. I just, you know, wasn't having a good time. And um, eventually, uh, I think I drove myself down there, but my mom ended up driving me back in, in my car. I ended up sleeping on the way back, and it's like, well, that's over now. Now what, you know? So, yeah, not, not the best day. Wasn't superb, but it happened, and I have a picture, so... I never got to, well, it's not that I never got to, I just never did, but I, some people do, like, photo shoots when they graduate, and my mom also wanted to do that for me, but I just knew she was going to be overbearing about it again, so I was like, you know what, we don't have to do that, and so I don't, the only picture I have at my graduation is the one that was taken on stage, and I guess the ones that we took together, and, um, Actually, thinking back to it, I don't think I have any pictures of myself in my high school cap and gown either because that day was also, like, very stressful. I just really wanted to leave, you know, because at that point, and I know this is, like, going past my college graduation to, like, a different one, but I remember on that night just, you know, really wanting to be done with high school and, like, start my next chapter, and that meant, you know, leaving the, let's see... We had our graduation at um, the football stadium in my hometown, just wanting to leave the stadium as quickly as possible and just go home, go to bed and wait like three months so I can start college. So, yeah. I don't even know what prompted that. Why? I guess I said. Did you say you thought about it in the shower or something? <clears throat> yeah, but I was thinking about something else, wasn't I? How do we get from fruit by the foot to this? <laughs> I don't know. Me neither. 
You'll figure it out when editing it. Yeah, I guess I will. How are you on our our graduation? I feel like I'm trying to remember where we like ate afterwards. If we went back to like my apartment. I feel like we went back to my apartment and Mm -hmm. had like a... Because Melissa's parents brought food, I think. They brought some like barbecue or something. So we went back to my apartment Mm -hmm. and ate there as like a a family. Yeah. Um Yeah. Pretty sure I already said this, but I do remember after we had like taken our pictures together just being really sad because I didn't know when the next time I was gonna see you was. Hmm. So yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Well what is it? I don't, I don't know. I think it's. I think it can be fun, but it's fun for me, not necessarily fun for you. It's very not fun for me. Yeah. Well, I think I. I think what makes it fun for me, and and part of uh partially like tormenting you a little bit, but also just curiosity of like why it's so unfun for you. Um. Yeah. Just I guess because of how unhappy that day was, and yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we can move on. Um, I just, I'm just a little curious, you know. I'm just a little, little, little curious. Have you? Okay, so there was a show on HBO Family that come on on Saturdays called "A Little Curious." HBO Family. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have didn't have basic cable. I definitely didn't have premium cable growing yeah, up. Yeah, never mind. Well. Okay, I had I had basic cable for like a time, but that also that up took until a while. Like the twenty tens, basically, if you plugged a TV into the wall, you could get the basic channels. Yeah, I don't know why they stopped that. But I'm saying way. like it's like I didn't for a long time. I didn't have like Cartoon Network. I didn't have Disney Channel. Yeah, like, yeah. I guess those are <clears throat> the next step up. Yep, we got them at some point, but yeah. that took some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, I. But I think, I think one of the main characters in A Little Curious was like a broom, and I like mean, a door. Yeah. It was a kids show. It was kind of weird. I want to yeah. look this up now because I need to share this with you. Mm. But Sounds I would riveting. I mean, as riveting as kids shows can be. But my main, my main juice on HBO Family on Saturday mornings was Crash Box. And it's on HB. We already we did already talk about this because we talked about the the revolting slob, and I showed you the picture. Oh. Um, let me see. But I love that show so much. Apparently, it only ran for like not as many seasons as I thought, but it's all on HBO Max. For now. <laughs> well, you know, the, is the joke of yeah. of them removing stuff. He's a, a he's either curious. a broom or a mop, and I think the other one is like a ball. It's just a red circle, and it is a door. Yeah. Wow. Looks like bad veggie tails. <laughs> but without vegetables, yeah. with household, and just weird early 2000s, no, late 90s yeah. CG animation. Yeah. Wow. And it only ran for two seasons. That's crazy. I guess they just did so many reruns. And there is another show in that same block called I Spy. I Spy was hidden. That was that was fun. That was a fun show. But you can't relate. I so I gotta I gotta stop talking about it. Good. I'm glad you read my face. <laughs> Cause man, I was about to be real like passive aggressive or something. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if it's well, let's 
I don't know. Like, like, well, since since we maybe uh, want to keep this one sh- not short, but short-ish uh, concert, which is what we started with and then briskly moved away from. Yeah, that's true. Well, we got a, we we got on a topic of pits, which is adjacent, but yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to see one on yeah. Sunday, yeah. Little Rock, Arkansas. And um, let's see, we'll be seeing August Burns Red, 20th anniversary, with support from Bleed From Within, I think, and The Devil Wears Prada. I did listen to some of Bleed From Within stuff, and I don't think I would listen to it, like, voluntarily, but I feel like it would be really fun live. Hmm. So, yeah. Um... I've heard that August Burns Red goes pretty hard during their shows. Yeah. So. Well, uh, how so? Um, I don't know. Just like, I guess, showmanship and stage presence. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen any videos, though. We could watch some. Nah. You sure? I want to go in blind. That might be the best. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I haven't been to a lot of concerts, but I think I... Have I only been to two? Um, sort of three, but that was like a, I don't know, little little bar, little local bar band. Yeah. One um, one more tip that I have that I don't think I've shared with you up until this point is be prepared for it to be really really hot. Okay. Yeah. Do we know if it's like a closed stadium or a open stadium? I mean, it's. We can look at pictures of the inside. What? Why is Kevin calling me? Kevin's always calling me during this podcast. <laughs> oh my god! He did this last time. Hello. <laughs> well, Concert uh, tip. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna show you the inside of it, and this is it. It looks pretty big. I will say that bigger. I mean, the last two that I've been in weren't very big. Do, do we have any more images? I was looking for them, but that was, that was really the only <laughs> one I could find. What about the website? I think this is from the website. It's not from Google Maps. It looked like a Google Maps photo. Let me see. Well, I mean, it says it has a standing room capacity of 1,300 receptions from razors, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't think I'll need to. I don't think I'll need to, like, dress any differently. I think, like jeans t-shirt jacket jacket come can come on or off yeah. uh and i'll be good i was uh i guess uh what is it uh my event that i went to mm-hmm. recently uh i was very hot at that but i was also very nervous um here wait before we completely move on um what is it yeah it doesn't look particularly big um before we move on to like my event, maybe is there anything else we want to say about this? I guess you wanted to see like how I felt beforehand. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't feel anything. Uh, Great. Though, granted, like even an event I was objectively excited for. I yeah, I was excited for Melissa a couple days beforehand. She was like, "So are you excited?" And I'm like, um, I'm, "I'm happy to go." Like, um, so it's like. I don't think um I don't know unless it's like unless it's like a big deal like unless it's like um 
I don't I, I'm trying to think of like what would be a big deal. Like if I if I was seeing like Bo Burnham or like mm-hmm. um I don't even know what. Um I don't know what would constitute like a big deal, but not to say these aren't big deals. Um but I just I think I'm not going to get excited until kind of like right before um in a way and so uh so i currently have no thoughts on like i don't know this upcoming concert other than like like it'll be an experience i'm Mm -hmm. hoping a positive one uh um i hope so too if you i i i hope if you remember this detail um part of me uh part of what makes me curious in these bands is that like i had a friend in middle school that that really liked them he was really into i guess like metal music and then Mm -hmm. i guess he's a good christian boy so only christian metal Mm -hmm. he may have been into other stuff but i i distinctly remember him frequently talking about uh the devil wears prada Mm -hmm. um so i'm like you know kind of what if i see him there (laughs) no unlikely (laughs) i wouldn't want to see him either he was kind of the last time I saw him, which granted was many, many years ago, uh, wasn't that friendly, uh, mm-hmm. which was kind of upsetting. Um, I will say these bands, well, I don't know about August Burns Red, but the Devil Wears Prada, they're not, boop, Jesus. The Devil, the, 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 the. <laughs> the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> they're not, they're not overtly Christian anymore. I mean, they don't. They don't have to be like overtly Christian to be Christian. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking. I'm not like. Oh yeah, Jesus. I'm looking for a sermon here. I'm just like. I like the association. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like. I'm not expecting an altar call, Aaron. I mean. I'm not expecting them to pass out a pass around a donation bin. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Oh man. Oh, one thing that I do remember. Um, and we can move on after this. When I went and saw. Um. The Devil Wears Prada for my birthday last year is that they like had bottles of water on stage for us in the front and we like shared water. I thought that was so nice. That sounds like a quick way to get herpes. We were all waterfalling. Okay. I was not about to let that bottle touch my lips. Okay. So, you know, but I thought I thought that was really nice. All just sharing water because I mean at that point, for whatever reason, I had went back to the bar to get like another bottle of water, but the guy wouldn't serve me. I couldn't figure out why. Because you some water. child? No. I was asking for water. And I had also gotten water before. So and like, I like nah. drank the entire bottle. Mm. That's how unbelievably hot it was in there. It was so hot. Oh my god. Thankfully I was in the front. Melissa's gonna die. Phone. Melissa's here. Well, no, she won't hear it before the concert, but she's gonna <laughs> hear this afterwards and she'll be like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Should have warned me. Well, I mean, you know, when you're in a tight space and it's just bodies on top of bodies, it's going to get hot. And we just have to hope that Is this an orgy? Working. No. But I mean, there bodies will be some men of... with their shirts off. So mm-hmm. I'll be one of them. <laughs> Man. Um, anyway, so I went to an event in between last podcast and this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was for called? a live taping of a podcast. Called? It was called An Evening with Last Stand mm-hmm. 2. Um, is the episode up? No, not yet. Oh. I would I would probably send it to you. Um, Why were you up there Q and Aing? Um, don't spoil anything. Uh, <laughs> so I get there. Um, didn't really realize. Like I don't. I mean, what is it? Thinking this is like 
kind of like a somewhat uh, niche, you know, gaming podcast. Um, Joseph, uh, I saw how much they make on Patreon. They're yeah. not niche by any means. Well, maybe niche can, I mean, niche. And also at least two of the people on there are fairly well known. Yeah. In their own right. Especially within gaming. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I just don't think I realized until I was at the venue and Melissa was dropping me off. I didn't realize like how many people were going to be in a room. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so it's like, I think it was like 500 mm-hmm. seats in the auditorium, I think sold out or nearly sold out. Um, and I don't think it occurred to me at all how many people that would be until I was in the lobby and they were all in the lobby too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's like, everyone's trying to go to the man. You just keep, <laughs> keep on, keep it on. Um, everyone's like trying to go to the bathroom, trying to get concessions, trying to get merch. Like there is no, every single line to every single location, whether it be the bathroom, the auditorium, the merch, the, the concessions, all of them were intersecting. No one knew what line was what mm-hmm. everyone was like, Hey, are you in the line? And it's like, which one? And then, and then, <laughs> and then you specify and it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know which line I'm in. Um, Interjecting with another tip. Don't buy merch at the venue. Why? Because it's expensive. No, because there have been some incidents recently where venues have been starting to want to take a cut of merch sales, uh-huh. which is universally disliked by concert goers and bands. Well, so uh, I'm going to do it now because you interjected. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I would probably, depending on how expensive it is, I would probably buy a sticker at the table. But um, they should. If they're a good band, they'll have stickers. Will they be sold out? Will they run out of stickers? Maybe. I hope not. Um, I do kind of want to get some tour merch though, because for the last, well, for any concert I've been to, I didn't, I didn't get any, and I kind of regret it. But anyways, go on. Um, so five hundred people all in the lobby, mm-hmm. all dying to to. So wait, Melissa didn't go with you. No. Uh, cause the tickets were a little expensive. They were like 70 bucks mm-hmm. and she was like, I kind of told her what the event was going to be, which is just kind of like a live podcast, roughly mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit more presentation, a little bit more panache, but a live podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to spend that much for that. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's fair. Um, so it was just me all by my lonesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me think, what's the, what's the relevant details? Um, was it five hours? It was like, it was like three or so. Um, yeah, it, there was like an intermission at some point, an hour in or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do they talk about? No, well, here I'm okay. Okay. You're prompting me. You're prompting me. Um, well, I'm just trying to think of like the relevant details. I'm trying to think of the whole story. Mm-hmm. I did go to the merch table because I pre-bought some merch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the merch table was run by, I want to say most of like the guys, like significant others. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there's a whole family affair uh, mm-hmm. in a way. And it was very busy. I think maybe I would have liked to like stay in, chat with one of them but it was very busy so i was just like uh hi i I pre-bought a thing and then it's like okay what's the name and i'm like all right thanks um but they were nice (laughs) even though i didn't speak to them in a way in a conversational manner Mm -hmm. auditorium 
uh, the show. <laughs> the theme for the event was the most overrated games of all time. And mm-hmm. they'd done, for their two previous live shows, they did the greatest games of all time and they did the top 25 PS4 games um, of all time, I guess. A lot of time here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for the, like, the... <laughs> For the greatest games of all time, what they did is like each member of like the team, and I want to say there's like six. They, yeah, there's like six of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they all made like a PowerPoint and just kind of like made their case for like why they picked the game, made a PowerPoint uh, for their case of like which were the greatest games, and then after at the end, it's like the audience and everyone like votes for like which one is the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't do any voting for that for for the one I went to the overrated, but it's basically same thing where it's like powerpoints and discussion. Uh, and depending on the person, kind of depends on the powerpoint. Some were more comical. Some were well, I guess there's only five, but two were comical. Two were more like a little more serious, analytical, uh, and then one was more like artsy, creative in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and one guy. There's supposed to be six of them, but one guy couldn't make it because he, I guess, was having some ear trouble. Mm. Um, And it, I think it was fun. I think, like, for me, I had a really hard time realizing, and I guess, uh, sorry, Melissa and Kevin, uh, because I basically told both of you all this already. Um, I had a hard time realizing, like, it was real, you know? Like, it's like these people... I've been listening to for years. It's like, I'm in the same room with their, they're right there. Just like, you know, 50 uh, feet away, maybe more than that. I'm not good with measurements. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like, I I don't know. I'm just kind of like out of it or, or just kind of like trying to like mentally, yeah. Mentally pinch myself in a way of just like, okay, like I'm here. This is real. This is happening. I'm not like freaking out or anything, but like, I don't know if when I look back on this, I'll remember it as being real. I'll probably like rewatch the video and then mm-hmm. that's what I'll remember maybe, but I, I don't know yet. Um, I'm kind of really waiting for the video to like help solidify it or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but. Um, yeah, I guess I kind of felt that way when I went to see, let's see, Era in Birmingham. Um, for the beginning of their Pull From The Ghost tour. And, like, I like Arrow a lot, but I think out of all of the bands that were there, I was most the fan of um, Invent Animate. And let's see. After, I think, I can't remember who went on first, but in between the sets when they were, like, setting up and everything, a guy came on stage and was, like, you know, checking all the microphones and stuff. And then... All of a sudden, I realized, hey, wait a minute, that's that's Marcus Vick. He's like the vocalist. I'm like, oh, he's just a guy, you know? Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting, and they're very good live, and I will be seeing them again in June. Mm. Um, very happy about that. But what is it? So, um, enjoyed the the presentations, um, and. I guess it was just kind of cool being in the same room. I think like I would have loved to 
I guess like meet them, you know, I think like that is the, is the thing I would prefer, but I think they, they kept the meet and greet to like VIP tickets where it was like the more expensive, like front seat tickets that, um, probably sold the quickest and were more expensive. Yeah. Well, and also like, I think the, the link to the event to like get tickets was like Patreon only for like a week or so. So I didn't get my tickets in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, so my, tickets i didn't get into like much after they had they'd been out for a while which worked out because like i had like a front seat on the mezzanine Mm -hmm. um and the what was funny was like they they kept like plugging the and now like talking about the live show in in episodes and they were like it's coming up and like you know there's not a lot of seats left uh but then they were also like i think it's just mezzanine seats left and then uh, as the weeks went on and got closer and closer, they were kind of like, they were like, yo, looking at the the pictures of the venue, the mezzanine seats, like that's where I would sit. That's like, uh, if I was seeing a band, that's mm-hmm. where I would want to be. And I was like, that's where I'm at. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I think I joke with like myself and then partially with, with the, the one guy I ended up sitting next to, um, of just like, Hey, not being on Patreon, it paid off. Um, <laughs> but so now the main event, mm-hmm. um, uh, I think having a hard time, I think I knew going in that I was going to have a hard time, like realizing it was like real. Mm-hmm. And so I think during the drive, uh, up there or maybe like the day before, it doesn't matter. But, uh, I had said to Melissa, like, I know what, like, what would make it real is like, if I met them or if I like talked to them, you know? And so mm-hmm. I was like, I got, I gotta get a question. Um, in because I I think for their previous ones they had like Q and A stuff some some roaming mics, yeah. uh, <clears throat> and they did have that kind of in between presentations they would have like a question or two and at the very end they would have just like just yeah. only questions yeah um and they had one mic down I guess on the ground floor one mic on the mezzanine but the mezzanine had a lot less people so being Mm -hmm. up there already increased my chances yeah uh (laughs) I think also something that may have inhibited my um ability to enjoy the show was like how I think just being alone in such a large crowd and like just in a in a big room full of strangers kind of stressed mm-hmm. me out a little bit so i was already sweating through my shirt which is it, that's a common occurrence that happens every day mm-hmm. um but then trying to sort of think of a question but then also trying to get the attention of the mic. the person yeah the mic holder uh made me sweat extra and and i sweat through my hoodie too <laughs> um because I was very nervous. And when it finally got to the Q&A, um, like, uh, it seemed like <clears throat> the strat for getting a question in was, like, as soon, not as soon as they're like, let's go to the audience for questions, just a, a, as soon as they look up or kind of, like, look at the audience, it's like, shoot your hand up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then either they'll pick you or the mic holder will pick you. Um, and so I was trying to do that, but like to know some people were faster than me. I was also trying to enjoy the show, but, but somewhat failing a little bit with my, with my stress level rising. And, uh, but a lot of people had already at, at 
this point in the show, it's like, it's pretty much winding down. It's like the last like 20, 15 minutes. A lot of people up on in the mezzanine had already gotten questions. So like not as many people were raising their hands. So like mm-hmm. every time they looked up, I was like, Phew. and then like, <laughs> I, I hope I didn't freak out or, or, um, maybe annoy the people behind me because like every like 30 seconds I was looking over my shoulder, um, just like try because the mic holder was like behind me at like the top. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, is he, is he looking like, is he, uh, is he looking this way? Like just trying to get his attention in a way, uh, but without being like obnoxious, but I was, I was so nervous sweating through my shirt, sweating through my hoodie, uh, and really wanting to get a question and then, uh, finally, uh, with like, I think like five minutes or so to spare, I finally mm-hmm. got his attention. Really? And then, um, what's funny enough was like, I got the mic, mm-hmm. but then like, they were still talking down there. So I was just holding it, waiting for like a minute or two. Mm-hmm. Um, just not, you know, not wanting to, cause it's a live mic, not wanting to talk over them. Yeah. Uh, and kind of waiting. And the mic holder was nice because he was, I guess he was an old an, an older guy because he was one of the guys on stage's dad so he mm-hmm. just i don't know he was just kind of he's just old man vibes he was just kind of nice yeah um nice vibes um and but yeah so then i was very nervous and but no i got i got the second to last question actually mm-hmm. um yeah yeah and so well so one of the games so like some preface was that the main guy, uh, Colin, he um, absolutely loves The Last of Us, and I guess I guess what uh, one of his uh, faults, in a way, is like the games he loves. He cannot his like brain cannot comprehend anyone else like disliking them, <laughs> and so <clears throat> he does not understand or like just cannot compute anyone saying like The Last of Us one or two are bad Mm -hmm. because he thinks both are are 10 out of 10 masterpieces. And I'm, and I'm not saying I disagree. I just think it's funny Mm -hmm. that he just, he just can't, I don't know. I just think it's funny. Uh, so he, before the show had started, before anyone like made a presentation, uh, he had said, uh, if anyone jokingly, but maybe not, he said, if anyone picks the last of us, they're fired. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then of course the last guy to go chose the last of us. Uh-huh. Um, and that was funny that the crowd reaction and his presentation were, were funny and, and good. And so, uh, I think I had thought of like a couple of questions and, um, but I, I feel like I still wanted to stick with the last of us. Um, but this was like, this was like 20 minutes later. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> I just asked like how they felt the like score of the last of us, uh, I guess contributed to like what made it great and how, uh, like how much would be lost if you took that away. Mm -hmm. And then I, I hope it was a good question. I hope they liked it. Uh, did they not answer it? They did answer it, Mm -hmm. but, they kind of went more broad. They went away from the last of us and more just to like scores and soundtracks in general a little Mm bit, but I don't know. I think it was cool. I I know Melissa was like, 
I don't know, after the fact, really trying to like make it real or almost trying to like freak me out where she's like, you talked to them. You were on the show. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah. And so I can't, I can't wait for the live thing. Cause I want to, I, I want to rewatch it. It's like Melissa didn't pay $70, but she's going to sit through those three hours with me. <laughs> we're going to watch it in like 30 minute increments probably. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, that definitely did make it real. I, I, uh, believe I made eye contact with them, but there's like five of them. So it's like, who do I look at? Also, they had a hard You're time seeing me. Balcony. Well, I mean, they could. Wait, how big was this venue? 500 seats. It wasn't, I, what, what do you want me to say? How close <clears throat> were you to the stage? Like, did you need the opera peepers just to see down there? No, it, okay. it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't too big. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, um, I, I don't know what to reference it to. Like, uh was it like a theater or a theater yeah yeah like Um, a small theater a small theater okay um yeah 500 seats that's 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 all i got i could maybe show you a picture but um and then and then like i think um i want to say oh man my favorite guy who is colin's brother dagan uh i don't think he answered it at all um which i'm 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 sad cuz it's a, i just like him a lot um mm-hmm. he i think he's my my favorite member of the team and and it it's kind of like a a joke by his brother that it's like it's like the company's like secret weapon it's like he's everyone's favorite mm-hmm. um where it's like the, i think some of the live events that they did or like a meetup or two that they did everyone's always like yo where's dagan and then mm-hmm. it's like if he's not there uh people are bummed and so I don't think he answered at all. Um, and then another one of the guys that I'm not particularly a big fan of just because he is over like the um, he's from like the Xbox side of mm-hmm. like the company. And I just I already have a hard time listening to the to the four hour PlayStation podcasts every week. So I definitely don't have time for the two hour Xbox podcasts. Mm-hmm. But he um, I just feel like I noticed when when he was like answering my question, I felt it, it felt like he kept like trying to look back up at me and like make eye contact when he was answering. And so I think I appreciated that gesture. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was an experience. I can't wait to rewatch it mm-hmm. and, and hear my little voice. Uh, I was very, 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 very nervous. I started with a hello, a probably a shaky, nervous hello. I was like, mm-hmm. hello. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow, that's so much fun. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> your tone. What? I don't. Sorry, I. I don't know. It. It. It was like. It. It didn't. It's. It sounded like sarcastic when you said it. I was not being sarcastic. No, I. I and I believe you. It just. It it's sounds just, like a wonderful time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which that didn't help at all. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wow. That sounds like so much fun. Sounds like a wonderful time. I'm. Just, I just feel like I can kind of commiserate. Yeah. Or, yeah, commiserate. commiserate, I guess, because I also had a sort of, I don't want to say intimate because that sounds weird, but a very intimate. close experience when I went to see the Devil Wears Prada because I was so close to the stage and it really felt, you know, like I was experiencing it very up close and personal, I guess. And I mean, you got to actually ask them a question. I was given a guitar pick by Jeremy of the Devil Wears Prada, which I still have. And, um, you know, I feel like I feel like I can compare these experiences, but I can't articulate them for whatever reason. Yeah. But yeah, um, it does sound like fun. 
So it is Sunday, the, what's today? Today is the 19th. It's been exactly one week since the concert. And we are doing a little addendum to uh, get some some first thoughts, some first impressions. Well, I guess it isn't first impressions now because it's been a week. But, you know, yes, thoughts and impressions. Both of your first metal shows and you were on the floor. So what was that like? Both of us, like as if there's as if it's just me here. What? Or wait, like. Well, what is it? We have Melissa here, too. I feel like I should I should say that. Melissa is also on the pod for the second time now. I am. So this this is extra yeah, special. Well, she said you edited her out some other time. I didn't. No, that was for an outro. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What was the other time? That was We it. were talking about birth control. I can't remember which one that was. Yes. And um, about the surgery that men can get. Yeah. Because we were talking about male birth control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and all the side effects and stuff that mm-hmm. women go through. Yeah. That was, that was a while ago. I feel like that was at your old apartment, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just someone opening their trunk. I guess. So, uh, thoughts? Well, okay. So, let's let's um go through the things. I had to show up at the venue a bit earlier than you two. Because <laughs> had to in quotes. Not even in quotes. Oh, wait. Actually, no. Yeah, no. You did have, I guess, legitimate reason. Yeah, which saddened me a little bit because I wanted us to experience the line together. You wanted no, us to of experience the line. Yes, there's camaraderie <laughs> there within the line. You, you wanted us line. to all experience getting scanned for medals and weapons together. Yeah, I actually had to throw away my mace because yeah. I couldn't put it anywhere. And they were like, "You got mace, you can't come in." And it's like, well, I guess I have to throw this away. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, mm. I don't think it was very Should've expensive though. It. Why on earth would I do that? So you could have it later. Yeah, so I could die from ingesting mace and also whatever it's aluminum. It's contained in, the, in, the, in the, the mace jar. Well, you don't think my stomach acid is strong enough to eat away aluminum? No. <laughs> okay. Aaron, would you say you're not into spicy foods? <laughs> <laughs> you know, mace is, is an actual spice. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Apparently, it's like um, sort of close to nutmeg, but... Yeah, well, I should cook with it. Yeah. It's like a, a mint spray or something. You're just like, mm, my breath is a little bad. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it looked like mace. So there's no way I was going to be able to take it in. But they did thank me for being honest. So I got brownie that points with the security. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what can you exchange those brownie points for? I don't know. Crisp high five. What? A crisp high five. Oh, a crisp high five. I thought you said Chris Pie Five. I'm like, what on earth yeah. is that? That was the that was the band that didn't show up. <laughs> it, was the, it was the secret show afterwards. Wow, the encore. Yeah. Wow. So I guess you guys didn't have much. There's no camaraderie in the line for you. I mean, we were we were trying to be as not as cold as possible. Yeah, it was very cold. I think it was like 58 when we were out there. Yeah, it was a it was bit very windy. Cold. I will say the group in front of us had two friends cut in line in front of us also. But like it was going really fast, so I didn't mind. But the girl was like, hey, you want to just get in with us? And if you can't see, I'm waving my hand. She's Mm -hmm. like, come come get in line with us. And it it did kind of make me mad because I don't like line cutters. That would have made me mad too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I feel like I I didn't like it, but only because she almost like made a big deal out of it because she was like, she was like, hey, guys, like, and mm-hmm. they, they left to the back of the line. She was like, wait. And she was like, do you guys want to, 
And oh yeah, they, she was they, yelling. They were really <laughs> unsure, mm-hmm. and then she was like, "I won't tell if you won't." But like, <laughs> like, what about and, everybody else behind and, you? And we were still wrapped around the building. At literally, that point. if yeah. she hadn't said that one sentence, I would have been fine. I would have mm-hmm. been like, yeah. just like, oh, they're just friends meeting up. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but but the fact that she was like. That, that both of the, the fact that her friends were unsure and that she was like, I won't tell if you won't, even yeah. though everyone it's it's quiet out there. Literally everyone within 10 feet or so <laughs> can hear her. Yeah, I was just like, OK, no. But aside yeah. from that, it was, it was really quick. We were only out there for like 10 minutes mm-hmm. walking around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you actually got in the venue, what was the vibe? It's crowded, fog. I think. Yeah. Uh, well, what did you were going to say? Fog machines. Fog yeah. machines. Because they got to get it ready for the laser show. Yeah, there were lasers. Yeah. That was actually really cool. I liked cool. that a lot. I liked it a lot. I got some video of it. Yeah. It's good. I think it was, I guess, all of the, the concerts I've been to have been very small. So it was kind of like the biggest venue I've been to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was very like, what is it? The one with Lawrence was... I don't know. There was like tiers. There was kind of like sections off. Whereas like this was very, this was like a hanger almost Mm -hmm, like (laughs) just very wide open. Um, High ceilings. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was black Uh and kind of dim. Yeah. And most people wore very dark, uh, neutral colored clothing. Yeah. Mostly black. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly black. That is the uh, metalhead uniform after all. Mm -hmm, Just all black. mm -hmm. Um, The bathrooms were weird. This mm-hmm. is strange to talk about. But yeah, the, the entrance of them were, it was like on the bottom floor anyway. Yeah. The top floor, that was normal. It was just doors. But they had like, Adjoining it was open. sinks. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was open. You walk in and if you if you want to go to the women's side or the men's side, you kind of just go around the wall to yeah. the different sides. And then you come back out when you want to wash your hands to these like shared sinks in mm-hmm. front. And there were no doors to like between the male and female sides and stuff. So it was just a little strange, like, especially in the middle of the concert when you're going in there and the hustle and bustle, there's some girls yeah. chilling over here on the floor. These guys over here, it was weird. And they serve food there. So there were some people with, like, plates of food in their hand. Yeah, in the bathroom, yeah. In the bathroom? Well, yeah, like, sitting. They would sit. Yeah, I don't know. There were a couple. I, I don't recommend anyone. that. <laughs> I went to the restroom, like, near the end, middle of the end, and there were, like, five girls just sitting in the floor and, mm-hmm. like, at the entrance of the bathroom, I guess, yeah. to stay out of the way from like all the foot traffic and they were all huddled around one quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think one of them had some food. The other one looked like she was really tired and mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't know. It's a lot. They of were standing. going through a lot, so I yeah. just left. But um, yeah, I didn't tell you that. Forgot. Yeah, it was I loud. Didn't. I didn't have time to tell you the I story. I didn't see anyone with food in the bathroom. Yeah, the food was good. I liked though. the shared sinks though. You yeah. Know? <laughs> What was it like? I'm like um, oh my god, I'm, I'm washing my hands. The next long to a girl. sink or just like sinks next to each other? It was long sink. Yeah, um, two two long like a, sinks. Like a like a baseball back stadium back. or no? That's the urinal. Is that a baseball stadium? It's Ugh. just like a long trough. <laughs> hmm. I don't know if you've ever been to a baseball stadium. Why have you been? Why have you seen the urinals at a baseball I've stadium? I've seen the videos. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I took the videos. No, 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 no. Uh, I um, I'm just aware of what the inside of a baseball stadium, yeah, bathroom why? looks like. I don't know. I see things on Reddit. The trough. <laughs> what things? You know, videos inside of bathrooms, which people are taking Highly for some illegal. reason. And you're watching. That is actually illegal. You can't. And you're wa- it's illegal to watch them. Well, okay, but you can't take videos inside of bathrooms. That's weird. I don't know why people do that. It's a, that's yeah. weirdo behavior. I don't recommend it. Hmm. But um, what was I gonna say? There was a baby in the audience, a full-on toddler, just, 
I didn't see them because I guess I wasn't looking for them, but it, it was in fact a baby because Joseph was questioning me on this. But it was they had to be under three years old. When I was standing in line, I guess the dad had like VIP because then all the VIP people came out and put their stuff in their cars. Um, and then just like a, a toddler walks by me, just toddling on by <laughs> in like a blue and white striped onesie. And then his dad is like behind him like, yeah, he, he's been asking me to go to another one. And it's like, <laughs> first of all, you can say no. But also, I don't know. A kid what? that young at one of these places, I don't know. I don't know. understand It's a little beef. intense. Wait, wait. I don't have beef. I just thought it was strange. Uh, I will say one of the bands, I can't tell you which one, but at the merch tables, one of them did sell clothing for children. So yeah, that a was lot of bands audience. actually do that. They sell yeah. onesies and stuff. Yeah, but so that's saw, that's more for the parents and the kids. You yeah, know? I just saw one of them had like a child's T-shirt on the table, like mm-hmm. for someone who's like five years old sized. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I saw so a that kid, was their target audience. <laughs> I saw a kid that was like at least under ten, but that's not my first time seeing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see like under ten kids at these shows sometimes, which I feel like that, you know, they could they can handle a little bit more. But like a baby, mm-hmm. that a baby, yeah, a baby. Oh, that I was, did that was a some, new one. I did see some illegal activity. <laughs> what, Wait. like weed? No, 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 no. Um, a bunch of underage girls were with this one guy. I mm-hmm. guess one of them was dating the guy, and he was just like, yo, you want my beer? So they, like, passed around drinking the beer, and it was weird. Yeah, it was, weird. like, right in front of us. I don't know if you saw Joseph, but they all had, instead of having a stamp on your inner wrist. That they had the X. Yeah, they had the X, and they were all kind of, like, Giddy, like, yeah, like, 16, 17-year-old, like, ooh, I'm at a place I'm not supposed to be with this guy who looked like he was 35. And then a girl who looked maybe she was 18, like, Mm -hmm. hardly legal at a legal age to date him. And um, he was like, come on, girls, I'll show you around. It was very creepy. And then they kind of scuttered off somewhere else. But I was like, oh, gosh, I'm concerned for all of you. There was one guy I saw walking around in the audience that, like, he looked like he was, like, 40, but he also had the X on his Writ really on his arm and so or on his what is it his wrist back hand. of his hand, hand. Yeah. yeah uh and like i guess he looked he looked very hispanic so i just wonder if he like didn't have id or something hmm. i don't know okay i mean i don't know I, okay oh, I know like that, he like, sounds it. like i guess i know that sounds like maybe like a bad <laughs> stereotype i'm just saying like it's he just a strange like, statement to make. Uh, that's your... He looked Hispanic, therefore he must not have had ID. Well, I was just trying to... I'm just trying to think of why. Because yeah. it's like he look, He definitely looked like he was like 40 or so. And mm-hmm. it's like... Um, so it's like, why did he have the X on the back of his hand? Yeah. That, that's he, the he only may explanation not brought I an I, think Yeah, of. he may not have brought an ID within there. Or he is a recovering alcoholic and told them, please put the X on my hand. So that he wouldn't, he would be denied at the bar. That's, That's another possibility, possible, you know, Maybe. to each their own. Not just, you know, being an illegal. Yeah. Because that might have been a temptation that he wanted to keep away from. So he just told them. I'm not drinking, put the X I'm in not, my hand. Yeah. Yeah. Because hmm. so. I think I've been to a place once. They didn't even check my ID. They just put the X on my hand. Which I <laughs> felt a type of way about that because I was definitely over 21. <laughs> but like at the same time. Already. Had what out? Should, shouldn't she have, like, had it out already? Well, I was prepared to show him, but he just looked at me and was like, all right, X on the hand. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't drink at these shows anyways, but. You're like, I'm offended. I, I am both flattered and offended. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not flattered by people thinking I'm young, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm at the age you where will it's be like. in, like, 20 years. No, not even I mean, 10, maybe. 10 years. You'll be like, wow. You think I'm in my 20s? Wow. <laughs> Thank you. I guess. think I'm not. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> We're right whatever anyway 
once the actual show starts, what is the vibe? I threw up. Oh, no, you didn't. I started. No, I went not. and cried in the bathroom. I was okay. like, "This is too much. It's too intense. My ears hurt." Wah. <laughs> no, I will say when it first started, I was very giggly because like mm-hmm. I was like, I'm ready to just experience whatever, you know, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to appreciate some live music, even if it's not the genre I like personally listen to, um, mm-hmm. which I did enjoy the whole time. But at the very beginning, I got giggly because I started people seeing people immediately in the very front, like headbanging yeah. with all their heart. And, and the pit opens up immediately. Up. It cracked me up because I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. Yeah. And it wasn't even like hitting yet. It yeah. just started. And they were like already on like level 10. I don't know. It was yeah. very funny, though, just to see like the room hadn't. The vibes at the front were different than the vibes at the back. We were yeah. just back there, like, vibe. Everybody back there was chill. We were just like, mm-hmm. okay, we're here. We're getting into the music. Standing they the went. Yeah. And, and people in the front went all for it in the first, like, 10 seconds. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like the, the opening act said. He, he called us out. He, he said we were the lazy fucks in the back. <laughs> and we all said, yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're, we're not moving. You're not getting us to. And we mm-hmm. didn't. Nobody did. It was, I mean, like, we got, you know, head bobbed and stuff like that. I mean, and and <laughs> we did jump something. We did, you and I did well, more than everyone later. else did. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, we were the lazy fucks in the back. <laughs> so the first, the opener, the first opener was uh, Blue From Within. They're from Scotland. They're from Glasgow. That threw me off. Yeah. They didn't talk until the second, maybe first or second song ended. And uh-huh. he introduced themselves. I'll. I lost my stuff, like trust issues. <laughs> you don't sound Scottish. And then he has this thick Scottish accent. Yeah. And I lose it. I just start laughing again. I was like, uh-huh. how? How? <laughs> Love it. But how? That that threw me for a loop. So how do we rate them? I'll start with mine. Um, <laughs> don't laugh. Personally, I thought I listened to a few of their tracks like before we went to the show. And I thought they were just fine, not really something that I would listen to on my own, but I could tell from the way some of their songs sounded that they would be really good live. And they were really good live, but again, it's not, I don't think I would, I don't know if I'm like really into it, but they put on a great show, big ups to them, but I don't know if I'm into it. I think energy level, A plus, 10 out yes, of 10. absolutely. They had the best energy and i think every like an opener has to have that and mm-hmm. they really got me into and they were very welcoming yeah um yeah right the music off the was bat, good, like know? a circle pit and a wall of death yeah like, way early and, and the guy freaking at the end like crowd surfs on yeah the, on his knees the amount of like core ab strength you have to have to stay upright while someone's holding and knees. not do a split yeah and not do a split like i was just shocked by that but um yeah energy was amazing and i mm-hmm. felt like uh I really liked the guitarists. He had uh, really long hair. Oh, yeah, all of them had, like, hair. long hair, and they were yeah. doing the the deathcore, like, hair swinging. Uh-huh. I love that. That was fun. So, performance, 10 out of 10 in that. Um, yeah, sound, I, I mean, I don't have much experience with, like, heavy metal stuff, but it did sound pretty, like, general. Like, it sounded yeah. like what I would expect, but it wasn't too, like out there it, yeah it wasn't too out there it wasn't too off the wall it just sounded like entry good. level yeah entry level but smooth and and good yeah. So, yeah so nothing outstanding in that but energy and performance was just spot on mm-hmm. what about you are you telling me more than one band went up i thought it was the same one the whole time <laughs> shut up this, this is, is not as funny as this you think is it a is. joke on i guess to me not being familiar with them they all kind of sounded the same to me really um, really i mean i maybe i'm exaggerating it has been a yeah. week yeah um 
I, I don't think they sounded the same. Yeah. No. Because, uh, I mean, Bleed From Within, they were very, like Melissa said, very standard, very kind of entry level, just fine. Entry level? Yeah. Uh-huh. Kind of middle of the road. Uh-huh. Um, Devil Wears Prada. They played some of their old stuff and stuff from their newer album. Their newer album, I think, is less heavy, but still good. Mm-hmm. But And their older stuff is more, you know, standard. And I don't want to say standard because they do really like their older stuff, but more, you know, traditionally metally. And Medley. so, yeah, I think, and also, I think the Devil Wears Prada, they, I guess you have to, like, be into the stuff and pay attention for you to, like, differentiate it. But I feel like their guitar tone is, like, very unique, just, like, in the way that it sounds. I don't mm. know how to explain it, but if I heard a Devil Wears Prada song and an August Burns Red song and a, I don't know, a Bleed From Within song and I had to, like, like blind had to assign which is which. I think I would be able to, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. So yeah. Speaking of the Devil Wears Prada, the Devil Wears Prada were second. What did we think of them? Especially their intro. Do you remember their intro? I thought that was nice. Um, what was their intro? It was like a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was good. I thought it was cool. What about you? Um, I do have thoughts. I'll just share them after the intro part. Oh, what is I, I mean, I still didn't really. I mean, I don't know what I would say about Bleed From Within, but I, mm-hmm. I guess I didn't get a chance to. Um, well, you guys were talking about like their energy or mm-hmm. his, his energy or whatever. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like they got a hype of the crowd. They got a, a, a start strong. They have to like they have more to prove because they're probably less of an established band than the other two. Um, and they're from a different country, so they're trying to build a new fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had a lot. They had a lot more work cut out for them than, than the other two. I think. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily true because I feel like a lot of metalcore really transcends borders because a lot of the bigger core. bands, yeah, a lot of the bigger bands, they're like in Were the UK. I don't know if I would call Bleed from Within metalcore, but using that as a general term. Well, why don't you say metal? Because that's not super accurate either. Because metal, if you think metal, you think like Metallica, um, yeah. Iron Maiden, and they were not that. So it's it's very different. I mean, can't metal change over the years? It's more, it's metal today than it was metal yesteryear. I mean, I don't know why you're trying to call me out on subgenres. Well, it's not working. I know what you're trying to do. No, I'm trying, it's because, well, I, what am I trying to do? I don't know. You're just being weird about subgenres. Well, well. I, I think I'm being weird because leading up to the concert or like in the times that we've talked about metal core, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, I don't know. You, you struck me as like being almost like pretentious about it. You're like, it's not metal. It's metal core. Because there is a difference. Get it right. Because and metal core incorporates metalcore and then, elements of hardcore uh-huh. and metal is just metal. Yeah, it's, and, it, it blends metal and hardcore. And I feel like the only band that like incorporated elements, because I did look this up uh-huh. recently. The only band up there that did incorporate elements of hardcore was Devil Wears Prada. I did not mm-hmm. think Bleed From Within or August Burns Red did. Interesting. So I don't think by that definition you could say they are metalcore. Well, they are generally considered to be metalcore bands. Bleed From Within? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And also August Burns Red. They're like a classic metalcore band. Uh-huh. They're up there with like Avenged Sevenfold, um, Kill Switch Engage. Like if you ask a metalcore fan what's like a quintessential metalcore band, I don't think August Burns Red would be at the very top because, 
I mean, compared to the two that I just said, they've been around since like the mid to late 90s. And August Burns Red, this is their 20th anniversary. So they've been around since like 2003. So that might not be like their tippy tip top list, but it's definitely in there. Mm-hmm. But anyways, what was I even talking about? Joseph was giving his thoughts on the first band. Okay. And then you were clarifying how they fit into the genre. Yeah. And now we're back. Okay. I like that I can tell you this instead of <laughs> listening and later trying to like wanting to tell you. I can be here and tell you. But anyway, so your thoughts on the first? Uh, well, what is it? I don't even I You don't said want... they they all sounded the same or something like that. That was many okay. minutes ago. What okay. about the devils were the devil wears, wears Prada. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're talking about the uh, the intro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the well, intro. You... <laughs> um what is it? Devil wears Prada. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I liked the devils. The, oh my god, I can't say their name. <laughs> the devil wears Prada. Mm-hmm. I liked the like old songs they played a mm-hmm. lot because I could tell a lot of people in the crowd like we're getting real. They too. they felt I could feel how they were feeling and getting so hyped up about it. There was yeah. just a different energy, and then they shifted to doing newer stuff, which mm-hmm. it, it felt less like emotional in the the crowd's heart like because yeah. it was just because i mean that album that they played songs for it just came out like last month i want to say yeah so, so i felt like i could like tell why. i could tell that there was like a shift of like people weren't as confident with like the beat because mm-hmm. like on the first few songs like they were they they like have everyone there had like memorized the beats to their heart like yeah. they did do they knew every single um rhythm everything everything to expect and then new ones they were a little more unsure but they were still enjoying themselves but just because they Mm -hmm. hadn't memorized it all yet yeah um so i was able to tell that um what are you looking up over there i can see it in your glasses nothing you can't hide anything i know Um, and you're distracting anyways i thought they were good um as well i think they how much older is are they in general to the first group because i could tell there's like i feel like we went up in age between each group it uh was like youngest middle eldest in performances so i'm not 100 sure about bleed from within because i don't really know about them that Mm -hmm. much let me see bleed from with within they were formed it does oh they were formed in 2005 so they've been around for a while okay just probably haven't been as big. I want to say the Devil Wears Prada has been around since 2004, 2005. Oh, wow. So I'm going to confirm this. Because they had created their band right before the movie came out. And the movie came out in 2006. Oh. And there's like some question like, did they get it from the movie? And I think the answer was no. It was 2005. Was there ever a lawsuit? No. I don't, I don't think there was. <laughs> Interesting. No, I mean, I feel like I'd, I'd want to see the the performance. I would love to see them up close, everyone, yeah. because I really want to be able to tell, like, how old are you? Because from mean, a distance, I'm like, oh, you're so young. And then yeah. I'm like, wait a second. You started your band when I was in kindergarten <laughs> or first grade in elementary I mean, school? to be fair, they were also pretty young when they pretty started. Young, yeah, probably like high school i feel like you could start when you're in high school yeah even, and just kind of get more refined as you go on because i mean i have seen the devil wears Prada up close and then they look like they're in their 30s okay so yeah mid to late around that time they don't look you know wrinkly and mm-hmm. broke down or anything like that but you know but yeah i thought i thought they were good i think they were a little more 
tame in in terms of like not crowd surfing on yeah not crowd surfing and not telling the crowd to surf on one another yeah um, there was less of that like crazy engagement but it's they still had like a good connection to the audience and everybody like headbanging and stuff so like i think it was it was pleasant and yeah. um the vibe i yeah. get from them is that they're very you know during their performances they're very stay safe look out for one another yeah because when i went to see them on my birthday um i was standing at the front and they had like bottles of water that they passed around to us and be like hey share this oh and i said that in the um the first part of this but you know that's yeah. um they're, they're very nice yeah. to see you know so um did I give my impression? I did not. Um, I love them. I love seeing them live. I don't really listen to them that much or their newer stuff. But when I had seen them live for the first time in New Orleans last July, mm-hmm. I that really solidified me liking seeing them live and making me want to see them live more because they do really put on a good show. Oh, yeah. And obviously being able to hear Danger Wildman live like three times. Sublime. <laughs> So, the headliner, the main squeeze, the main attraction, August Burns Red. Thoughts? Sporty. Sporty? Get, hear me out. Okay. <laughs> I'm just t- giving you the general first impression vibe. Uh-huh. And whatever. Um, because I think it's because he had that hat on the whole time. And everything. Yeah. He looks like he's yeah. a fitness coach. Uh-huh. Um, and they were all d- – don't laugh. <laughs> but – um. They, of course, instead of the headliner, they had the coolest lights on stage. They yeah. had all of the the big money, the big production, production, the laser lights and everything. The logo at the yeah, top. Yeah, the logo. Lit. I was transfixed by that, honestly, the whole time. Like, that, compared to the other two bands, they, like, took me into, like, this weird uh, trans kind of state where I just, mm-hmm. like, because I feel like maybe because I was getting tired yeah. and I'd been listening to a lot of stuff a whole, all night and just a lot of um, stimuli and stuff. And I had just eaten a basket of chicken fingers and fries. And it was very, very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, fries better than the chicken. Chicken. Mm, nope. The chicken was a little like it, it tasted like it was fried in like old. Wasn't right. Well, like, mm-hmm. no, I think it was old oil. Mm-hmm. So like. I think it was the breading. No, 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 no. I'm a fried chicken expert. Bad oil. The fries were good. The fries are fried in a different oil than the chicken mm-hmm. because of the batter makes the oil dirtier. Anyways. Um, the hall in Little Rock, if you're listening, you got to step it up. Step it up. Like the, the oil's got to be changed out quicker, but the, the mm-hmm. fries sublime. Um, anyway, so I think it could have been a combination of things. But like while listening to them, I couldn't help but like I was listening and absorbing it. But like mm-hmm. I zoned out completely and yeah. I would just stare and like – I don't know, like, multiple times I'd snap out and kind of be like, oh. Yeah, but then I'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just – I'm in, transfixed in a great way, um, looking at all of the light, the lights and stuff. And yeah. um, But I would just l- be gone for a little bit, just absorbing it all. Um, what else? Oh, uh, speaking of, like, they had all the lights and stuff, they definitely would have induced many seizures. Yeah, with there's a lot lights. of flashing lights. Yeah, the white lights in particular. It was as if I couldn't tell if I was blinking. Mm-hmm. My eyes were wide open with yeah. how blinding they were. Like, I felt like my eyes were trying to blink as fast as they could mm-hmm. um, when the white light strobed. 
But um, I don't know if my eyes were actually blinking. It was very, very weird. Joseph and I looked at each other many times and, like, laughed about it. And we kind of looked around at other people, too, because we were all like, oh, God, it hurts. It hurts. (laughs) Like, like all the other lights were great, but that, the white strobe lights, like, actually hurt. Yeah. Um, And I didn't know if it was different in, like – the tiered seating where you were no I think I feel like it was worse because then the lights were like eye level oh yeah yeah it was rough but um they were good they they definitely put me into a trance and um Mm -hmm. I I thought that was cool and but they also were like hey crowd you got to get hyped up bigger pit bigger pit come on be bigger all right now crowd surf one another as long Uh as security's okay with it (laughs) and then I don't know if they were or weren't because at the end he apologized to security but like you should start seeing people's bodies kind of fly, not fly, but like roll up on top of the crowd for mm-hmm. like a couple of feet and they roll back down under. And it was really like strange and almost dreamlike with the, yeah. the weird. I don't like from your view, it looked different, but from like eye level slightly lower because we are shorter than most people on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just weird to see over a crowd of heads and like an ocean, ocean of heads and bodies. You just see bodies floating on top and then dr- going underneath drowning yeah. another one coming up. Um, well, they were going because, like, they take them all the way to the front. And in the front, yeah. there's, like, a barrier and then a space between the barrier and the stage where all the security was. So they uh, were okay. being flopped over the barrier <gasps> basically onto security. And then they, like, went oh. to the side and, like, back into the crowd. It was the end of the sl- end of the ride. That's probably yeah. where they got off. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why he apologized to security after. Because they have to catch cool. all of the. Uh-huh. Stage, not stage divers. There weren't any stage, Thank stage divers. Yeah. There were some at the last one that I went to. And I got bonked on the head. I didn't like that. But Aww. I was standing at the front, so I should have known better. But anyways. But yeah, they were good. Crowd surfers. Yeah, uh, crowd surfing. Then it made me start thinking, what would it be like to crowd surf? And then I was like, I don't know if I want you that many hands on my groped. body. Yeah, and then yeah. I saw some girls get thrown up, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. don't. It made me feel uncomfortable for them because I. that's when I started thinking, like, oh, if I were a girl getting pulled up into the crowd – I don't know where you'd be touching me. Yeah. And I would hate it. Um, yeah. And so I, I just got like on that tangent in my brain. During this whole song, like I'm telling you, I was every time I just zoned out but while listening because it was just this weird sensation. What about you, Joseph? Um, I'm surprised they didn't give a uh, an epilepsy warning, I guess, somewhere just with like For, high yeah. yeah. The lights were at at the last one mm-hmm. i do think also, that was the most intense kind of like flashing lights i've ever experienced yeah. yeah even though and they you know they give that kind of warning at like the movies but yeah it was way more <laughs> intense um i wonder how much that you cost like just mm-hmm. i don't know just how the big flaming it was. you yeah the well, flaming I mean, you and light just like i don't know fiberglass and some leds yeah and some bulbs thousand dollars it was huge though i feel like that it was, is true it was, it was the size big. of like a, a, a person probably yeah. a couple Two thousand people. probably a couple thousand dollars um maybe five thousand or more because of the custom cut for it but mm. yeah um but if you can reuse it I mean, going back to the, I mean, I, I don't really have much to say about the bands, but like going mm-hmm. back to the the stage diving thing or the state crowd surfing thing, do you really, I thought like generally the consensus is that like, despite the sound of the music, like the fan base is very like nice and, 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 uh, I don't know, just well-mannered. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like, do you like but if, still a, if a girl yeah. did like crowd surf, if it's like guaranteed 
she'd get groped. I don't know. I wouldn't say that it's guaranteed, but I feel like it's one of those things where if you do it and that happens, like that was a possibility. Mm. A high possibility. Because yeah, it is just, still like a group of strangers, no matter what, no matter yeah. what genre music this is. Like it's a group of strangers. If you're in public with a group of strangers, they could all they could be good and bad mixed together and there's still like a high possibility somebody's gonna do something bad. Yeah, but I will say this, I will say this. I was observing the pit for like most of the entire time. And there were some girls who were in the pit. And I will say this pit, it didn't really seem that intense aside from like the wall of death, because you're just running into each other. Mm-hmm. But like the circle pits and like the regular pits, I, I think that was that was if I had to pick a pit to be in, I would probably pick that one mm-hmm. because it didn't really seem like there was a lot of crowd killing going on. It really did seem like, you know, it's just your general pushing, shoving, hardcore dancing, that kind of thing. And then, of course, the circle pit, which just looks so much fun. You're only running in a circle. So I was just say, the circle pit looked funny to me. It's just like it's a little. Midsummer. It's yeah. a, like a merry-go-round. You just yeah. go run around into a circle and you're galloping kind of and then you twirl yeah. in the middle. Like, I feel like it gives like. A lot of because a lot of people who participate in that are male and like mm-hmm. they'll jump into it and then spin around and throw their mm-hmm. arms up and I just think it's it's kind of funny because it's a moment that they're like completely letting loose um, and mm-hmm. it looks it looks fun but like high energy and goofy to yeah me, you know it seemed very like lightweight and that it wasn't like it wasn't really scary it was just like all I could think about was like man. That's a lot of running. Like, yeah. I would get worn out from just running around. I love the dancing part. Mm-hmm. The running around that much for that long, mm-hmm. I feel like I would want to tap out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, the intention isn't to, like, hurt other people. It really is just kind of to, like, let loose and really yeah. let all the energy out. Because, you know, a lot of these songs, they are very high energy. And the dancing and the movements matches it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, going back to the groping thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it. Well, I understand, like, like, I feel like if someone's crowd surfing, you kind of have to be okay with, like, hands touching you where, like, n- yeah. you normally wouldn't. But it's like, yeah. would someone squeeze uh, or something like that? Like, I don't know. Would it, someone, like, take it too far? Well, I feel like some people may think, like, can I get away with it? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I mean, so many really... people are holding you up. Like, can you really, how are you going to call out the person? Yeah. And yeah. so it's like. If it's, like, oh, this really hot girl wearing this kind of, like, exposing outfit or whatever. It doesn't even have to be any – like, it could just be, like, a girl. But let's say, like, they were just, like, really hot. They were in this sexy outfit. And it's, like, oh, like, that's, like, enticing or tantalizing them. So, like, I'll just get away with it. Mm -hmm. No big deal because she's never going to know who it was. Yeah. Which sucks. But I feel like that definitely is, like, a possibility and something that goes through some types of people's heads. we got to go to another show. Interview the girls after they uh, crowd surf. That would be a fantastic idea. Would yeah. I would love to do that. Mm. One girl got uh, escorted out. Not escorted, but she got mm-hmm. helped to, to go out. She like passed above? out or something. I didn't There was know. There was a girl that like, at first it looked like um, security was like dragging her away. Like she was mm-hmm. causing issues and they were like, all right, you got to go. But it seemed like um, she was like losing consciousness and he was like yeah. dragging her away because she couldn't stand mm-hmm. on her own feet. Um, yeah, I don't. All of security swarmed her though to like mm-hmm. help her outside get some get some quiet and some fresh air. Yeah, I don't know what it was like at this one because again, this venue was a lot bigger. But when I was in Memphis at Growlers, it's a very small room, and it gets full really quickly, and you're basically really stacked on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple moments where I was there where you know the crowd would get really hype. Because they were also, one of the bands was, like, filming a music video there. And everyone was kind of rushing to the front to try to get in it. Mm -hmm. And I could, like, feel the air 
being squeezed out of me. And I was like, okay, I got to get out of this crowd because mm-hmm. I'm not having a great time. So it might have been something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I mean, like, I don't at think least security helped her. Yeah, I don't think like ambulance had to show up. So it wasn't like a medical emergency, but it could have turned into something like that, maybe. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, us lazy people in the back uh, were all noticing it. And so we kept turning our heads to the back door like, is she mm-hmm. okay? What happened? You know, um, but it's cool. I will say, all in all, at this concert, mm-hmm. Joseph and I were very short. And you. We were, but, like, you were not with us. We were yeah. down on the floor. We're walking around, like, amongst giants. I told yeah. Joseph, this must – I really feel like we are living the Hobbit life <laughs> that I've yeah. always dreamed of. And I, I didn't <laughs> – your face. <laughs> not really. But, like, uh, just, you know, having, like, second breakfast, 11 Zs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm thinking of all the meals, like the Hobbit way. Anyways, I'm getting yeah, off we, track. We, we ate second breakfast at this time. <laughs> no, concert. okay, no. Uh, but our feet got really we hairy. Were, <laughs> uh, we don't wear shoes anymore. Shut up. Um, no, but um, everyone was like generally at least a foot taller than us. Yeah. A whole 12 inches. But they were all kind of being like, oh, can you see? And for the most part, I had a great, Oh, they asked like, you if you view. could see? Yeah. A couple That's different There was, there was like, two guys. The, there, there was two um, guys at the beginning wearing Hawaiian shirts that were uh-huh. Matching Hawaiian very shirts. nice okay. and, and trying to be considerate. Everyone else after those two guys. Because they, like, left to, like, be more in the pit or closer yeah, to got, the pit. Yeah. Once they left, no one else cared. But, but those guys were nice. But then we figured out, like, the, the the sweet spot was, like, okay, you've got, like, packed in crowd. But then if you're kind of farther back, you can stand, stand back, like, you know, three feet, five mm-hmm. feet or so. And you can see over the heads because you're far enough back with n- nobody in between you and, like, mm-hmm. the last row with quotations. Um, so you could see up much yeah. better. Um, so for most part, I feel like. After those two guys left, the crowd kind of got packed in more, but also mm-hmm. we might have scooted back some, so there was that distance mm-hmm. um, that allowed us to be able to see better. At least I had a good view the whole time, but maybe mm-hmm. I'm just really good at positioning myself in between different heads. Well, like, you can find windows, but like yeah. when it's really packed, it's kind of hard to. I, feel like um, I, 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 ran in, I ran into this issue at Zydeco in Birmingham mm. where I was close-ish to the front, but there's still like a phalanx of mm-hmm. six foot tall men in front of me. And I had to like crane my neck just to be able to see. And I couldn't even see that well. And my mm-hmm. neck started hurting like by the end mm-hmm. of the night while I was there, which was, that was, that was a little annoying. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, hopefully I don't run into this problem when I'm there in like a couple of weeks because I'll be on the floor and I'm just going to have to make sure I get there very early. Back, Someone's yeah. going to think you're a baby. I don't <laughs> They're going to be that. looking from the balcony. Like, Who the say, frick brought this toddler to the show? <laughs> but I'm hoping the people in the, the front, front will be respectful yeah. and let me be in the front. front side, kind of like yeah. not in the middle, middle front, but like to the side yeah. in the front. That would be good. Uh, and make sure you've got whatever like water or food you want early on because I feel like it's hard to get out from the front because there's yeah, just it is. a lot. Of, it's very dense. With I'm really going to have to make sure I like, get your the way water. There. Yeah. I'm not going to do that because then, no. Why not? That's rude. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't have to literally do that, but I feel like you can... I mean, like, I can like slither my way between slither. people. <laughs> like, I've done that before, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwing elbows, you know? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if people see me, they see how short I am. They're probably just going to let me yeah. pass because they yeah. could still see, like, over me, you know? Yeah. But yeah also, I'm just so cute. Yes. <laughs> they can't resist. That's like, oh... I'm sorry, madam. <laughs> madam, <laughs> madam. My, my lady. <laughs> um, but no, overall with the the concert, uh, 10 out of 10, it was, it was mm-hmm. good. I don't like, I think 
even after, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to this genre of music, mm-hmm. but I can never turn down or deny, like, a good performance and yeah. good sound. And um, they did have a good sound, even though it's not, like, my cup of tea, mm-hmm. per se. Um, I did thoroughly enjoy myself and the experience. Um, well, I'm glad. Yeah, and I only – the very end, the very last band, I put in my earplugs just for a little bit mm-hmm. because I was like, my head's kind of hurting now, and maybe it's just – so much after like so many hours Mm -hmm. um but I didn't get to keep them in or I didn't keep them in because for some reason it felt like certain sounds were canceling out other sounds with the type of earplugs I had because you had the foam ones yeah I had the foam ones and so like I couldn't hear like I would see someone's mouth moving Mm -hmm. and a guitar playing at the same time and Mm -hmm. I would only hear the guitar like I couldn't hear the voice or vice versa I would only hear a voice and no like guitar yeah it was very weird um i've not had that happen before but maybe it's just like how they have it hooked up in the sequences and everything i don't know yeah but um no it, it was good and you didn't joseph you didn't wear your earplugs at all in, yeah you uh, said they weren't is, that loud yeah, which is crazy. no yeah they weren't compared to um witch cake the band that my co-worker is in they mm-hmm. it was in a different space being at martin's um downtown like it's a much smaller space and a lot of amps for one space it was yeah very loud and the earplugs actually helped um cancel out the the reverb i guess yeah and whereas in this space it was much bigger and mm-hmm. the, the sound more had more place yeah. sound to travel and it could absorb and more all the meat to absorb yeah the sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so um it really didn't hurt and i think at the very end i just had to put them in because of the stimulation from it all i was yeah. just like it's a little too much yeah i kept mine in the whole time because i felt like if i if i took them out i was gonna go deaf you know yeah. So I didn't even try to see if I could, like, listen without them. Yeah. Because I think the next biggest venue that I've been in was the Joy Theater, which is in New Orleans. And it has, like, a, a decent size like, floor area, but also, like, a balcony with, like, theater seating. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that one was bigger. But um, I was able to not wear my, my earplugs there, but I don't – any anywhere else I've been, I haven't been able to do that. But, again, I also have different – earplugs mine are like soft silicone with like a filter in it yeah the the reusable kind yeah Yeah. very good investment by the way anyone out there trying to get them some (laughs) earplugs for you know concerts or anything like that or sleeping when someone snores like a lawnmower didn't work exactly they they didn't work but that's your earplugs are trash okay at least good for music bad for snoring no okay aaron's earplugs are really good for music and concerts Uh my foam earplugs are really good for people like joseph to block out all the noise (laughs) because for mine you still want to hear some sounds yeah yeah mine i want to block out everything so it's white noise yeah you know <laughs> but uh the earplugs that i have they're called eargasm they are a little you on got the like an amazon side. affiliate link why are we <laughs> no, going to buy these link it in the description below they're actually really good earphone or earplugs that's uh-huh. why i want to that's why i want to plug them uh-huh. they the are sponsor? like 38 dollars so they're the sponsor of this excerpt <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah my brief thoughts about august burns red i wasn't really super into them ever the only album of theirs that i listened to was rescue and restore and that was like maybe start listening to them like 2018 and i thought that album was really good i i don't know if that would be considered their like biggest album but i will say this they do have a very consistent sound which some people think is a bad thing because oh they never switch it up some people think it's a good thing because you know there's some other bands that have switched up their sound to be more radio friendly and they Mm -hmm. get like smashed for it so Mm -hmm. you know it's a blessing and a curse like if if i hear 
I don't want to say this because it does sound kind of mean, but if you hear one August Burns Red song, you've heard like 20 of them. Yeah. So maybe that's why I kept getting in a trance and like zoning yeah. out because it's it just repetitive. all and it was all very yeah like a certain one pattern. Oh well, no, yeah. like it could have just been a repeating pattern mm-hmm. of um like I guess music. I mean, I, I can't I couldn't understand any of the words, so yeah. I'm not going to pretend that I do. But like maybe just the patterning of all the the sounds and music coming together. It's just mm-hmm. it was almost like soothing in a way of just it was very very loud. So I wouldn't say soothing to go to sleep to, but just. Yeah. My brain could expect what was next, yeah. and um, it made me tune out almost. Yeah. So it's maybe not a, it's not an album; it's a two-hour single. <laughs> Absolutely, I think I didn't know when it stopped and when it ended until he would talk for five minutes in between uh-huh. or something. I was like, I don't know how many songs you have played. He said two more, and I was like, I don't know how many two more are, but I am tired. <laughs> like I was getting tired. Yeah. Um, but we held out. You, you waddle up on stage. You tug on his shirt. You're like, please, sir, can you end the concert? <laughs> The one thing that I, I greatly enjoyed is that they played this song called Spirit Breaker, which I don't, you probably don't really know which one that was, but it's the oh. one that had like a spoken word segment oh. near the end. Okay, okay. And I love that song so much. It's on Rescue and Restore, and every time I listen to it, it gives me goosebumps. So mm. I, that was definitely a transcendental experience, being able to like talk along to the spoken word segment with yeah. everybody else. That was, that was really nice. That's that was cool. a very nice experience. Yeah. So... Yeah, I I greatly enjoyed that. Yeah, I liked all the solos, like different yeah. like guitar or drum solos. Yeah, Heavily the drummer appli- uh, is that, yeah. so good. I yes. don't know. I was not paying attention before, but so good. And their drum setup is kind of unique because I don't know if you guys remember, but they had two bass drums instead of just one, but notice. with two. Because the way that a lot of these bands will do it. Mm-hmm. Is that they'll have one bass drum, like normal, like mm-hmm. the one that's, you know, the big circle on the floor. And um, they'll have drum pedals that aren't just like the one little thing, mm-hmm. but it's two of them. And they'll have like two foot pedals. Mm-hmm. But I guess what they have with their setup is they have two bass drums. And I don't know if like they're tuned differently or what. I don't know, like, you know, what really goes into that. I know you can tune drums to be a certain way, but I don't know if they're kick drum. They're called kick drums. I don't know why I call them bass. Why they're kick drums, why they had two of them. But I thought that was really unique, cool. and also the drummer was really good. Yeah. So. Also, fun fact, um, August Burns Red tried to go on uh, Family Feud, but they couldn't. They like they had a whole application and everything. <laughs> I love that, actually. Wow. I love Family that. Feud. Because they have, like, celebrity Family Feud. Like, yeah. uh, some drag queens went on there with RuPaul one They've time. They've done so many different versus, celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why I, I don't know. I guess they just weren't selected. Uh, yep. it's, not, I guess it's like, they yeah, had you're not allowed. No, yeah. they're not famous enough. But I think their audition video is still out there somewhere. I thought that was really fun that they did that. But they're um, they're from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, with all the Amish folks, and um, yeah, that's that's them. How long have we been going for? Forty-seven minutes. All right, we gotta wrap it up. I already did the outro in. Yeah, it's just this is just a splice or something. Yeah. How would you rate the concert and your experience? Yeah, how would you rate it? Okay, I'll go first. So for me, of the, I'm trying to set the tone here. For me, of the concerts that I've been to, honestly, I think all of them are 10 out of 10 because I've never been to a concert where I didn't have fun. So that might not be the best rating, but I'll give it a 10 out of 10 because I had a blast. Uh-huh. Bro. 
Um, you try if you're trying to. Well, I don't know if you're trying to set the tone. It's like let the person I don't know who cares the least go first. Well, that's not setting the tone, but okay. Is it? Okay. She's trying to be the hype man. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, I would say out of all the concerts I've been to, it's not my favorite mm-hmm. or the best I've been to because I think the one in New Orleans that we went to with um Proxima Parada just hit different mm-hmm. a different emotional level for me that I connected with mm-hmm. but um non non-biased and all of that like it was just overall very enjoyable mm-hmm. and um to somebody who cares about that kind of music um 10 out of 10 for that yeah mm-hmm. and it was, it was just a great experience and yeah I feel like there's really nothing like it <laughs> there's nothing like it. I don't know if I'd go again to one like anytime soon because it's not like something like I craved because they're not my favorite bands mm-hmm. to you know it's not something i'm like seeking out to go listen to but but like, it's good that you got to experience cool. it yeah. Oh, yeah yeah um i'll give it a a 32 out of 40 why are you doing fractions aaron knows why i know i know too <laughs> i okay. listen 32, 32 out, of out of 40. Well, how does that convert? Please tell us. I won't tell. You got to simplify that. Fraction. You got to be smart. How many stars is that? Like a 90 out of 100. You got to be smart <laughs> to know what my review is. All right. Well, Not even pop quiz. A B minus? Pop quiz listeners. No, no, no. It's a B minus. It's roughly a B minus. You'll convert my math. I'll change the fraction again. Do it. It's a B minus, though. Which okay. isn't bad. That's still 64 passing. 64 out of 80. You, oh, my God. I don't Would do you this. do it again? Uh, for free, yeah. <laughs> like if they came to to Jackson, would you? Um, they would never come to Jackson. But in this yeah, hypothetical, if they, did, if they did, yeah, if they did, and then it was like downtown, and it's like ten dollars to go. <laughs> I don't know, like ten dollars to get in because uh-huh. like we did that at Martin's, ten dollars to get in. Okay, what, twelve dollars, twelve dollars, whatever. Okay, do you get in? Would you? Maybe. Yeah, you go. Okay, yeah, that's a yes. All right. Yeah. Well, that will <laughs> conclude this segment of the pod, and now we will commence. With the outro. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. I think we went way longer than I wanted to, but. Probably. But we may or may not see you in another part after. There may be. Sunday. This podcast may be even longer than we're we're ending it right now. (laughs) Unless you like stay. Well, no, you should end it and then. I don't know. Never mind. It's your call. I don't know what to do. Maybe this, the, the ending will still be at the ending. Maybe if you put it there, but maybe you do the outro, and then there's the then there's the maybe the the post concert. We shall see. We certainly shall see. This has been the 37th episode of the Not Just Aaron podcast. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. That is Google, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and I actually got an email from Anchor today saying that they're changing their name to like Spotify for podcasts. So I guess Spotify for podcasts. Or I guess just Spotify. I don't know. I haven't read the email, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, what else? You can follow us at not just Aaron Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, to discuss all things not just Aaron, you can use the hashtag NJAPod. And who are we sponsored by? Um, I don't know. Naked Jakey. You, you couldn't even say last day in media? I don't know. I uh, I don't know. It's it's whatever I want. Why Nicky Jakey? That was so random. I I listened to a lot of his music like yesterday. No. Um. So he's just on my mind. I wish he made more content. I, yeah. Well, unclothed Jacob. Um. 
Thank you for your financial contribution to the Not Just Aaron podcast. We cannot do it without financial contributions like yours. And we may or may not see you after this or before this. However, I decide to edit this when I get to editing it.